Hey Dream Chasers, welcome back to Cups and Convos, where we get comfortable and touch on some not-so-comfortable topics. This is your host, Martasia Person, and I am so sorry that this episode is coming out later in the day, you guys. I literally just got home, just walked in the house with my bags, and I'm like, okay, let me record. I've been out of town um, for the last week, and I could not find any quiet time I was around all of my family and I have a huge family at that so it was just a lot and I couldn't find any quiet time to record this podcast so it is going to be coming out later in the day but I made my promise and it's still going to come out on a Wednesday so I hope that you guys will get to it when you need it. Today I am drinking just some green tea that I found in my cupboard (laughs) Because I wasn't able to go to the store. I actually do not like green tea like that. I I do when it's mixed with something. So right now I have it um, mixed with some apple cider vinegar. And I think I actually put a little bit too much in it because it's real strong. This is the Newman's own brand. And I actually just found out that all the profits go to charity. Like, y'all really got me reading the boxes now. Like, that's awesome. This box has been in my cupboard for, like, a year. There's 40 tea bags in here, and I'm probably down to, like, the last three. Um, And I never knew that all the profits went to charity, so that's pretty awesome. Shout out to Newman's Own for that. I still would love you guys' suggestions on what you are drinking because your girl needs to go re-up soon. So let me know. Today's episode is titled, Balling Out of Control. Last week when I was asked that question, it really just got me thinking about how I budget or why budgeting is so important in the first place. So if you guys listen to the Hustle to Flow episode, I talked about the difference between having a hustle and then having a flowing business. I was a hustler for a very long time. A hustler knows how to get money when necessary. They know how to rub two pennies together to pay their bills. And I had to learn the hard way that being a hustler or having a hustle mentality will only get me so far in business. So what separates someone who works multiple jobs with multiple streams of income but is still struggling from someone who works but has a little bit more financial freedom and less stress when it comes to providing The difference is one of them knows how to make money while the other one knows how to keep it. So I want to tell you guys about the lesson that I learned in my first year of business. When I started MPDC, I walked into it with a hustle mentality because that's that's all I knew. I didn't really set myself up for success by doing even the basic research about business finances. Um, Even though I knew that I wanted to live a wealthy lifestyle, I still limited myself thinking that I was only going to make the bare minimum and I didn't need to think about taxes and budgeting and all the other aspects that would prepare me to become financially fit. It wasn't intentional, of course. Like I wasn't thinking I'm going to go into this business to still struggle and to be broke. But it also wasn't a conscious thought like, oh, I'm going to be intentional about creating a wealthy lifestyle for me and my children's children. Um, I mentioned that 
I started my business with $200 and that in my first month of business, I made 13K. Well, that was in the summer, but by the time fourth quarter hit, I was looking under couch cushions thinking like, how, like, how do I not have no money? Like with nothing to show for, how did I just ball out of control? Well, I can outline a couple of mistakes that I made. The first one was I simply did not budget my money. I had two accounts and I didn't know how to budget between my business account and my personal account. If you're a full-time entrepreneur, your business should cover your personal expenses. But before that, you should determine your annually income. So do that basic research and figure out, okay, how much money per hour or annually should I make as a beginning consultant or whatever industry you're in? Figure out that annual amount and then divide it into 12 to figure out how much you're supposed to pay yourself a month. But try not to be too generous because during your first couple of years, unless you just really got it like that, But during your first couple of years of business, you're supposed to reinvest the money you make into your business. Um, It might not be the best time to buy that Bentley Coupe or to sign that lease to that new condo, but it's the perfect time to put more money into marketing, to buy new materials, to buy necessary machinery like whatever you need for your business that will be the perfect time for that unless again you just got it like that um I didn't have it like that when I got that first check my eyes lit up like I thought your girl made it look at God I was just so proud of myself. Like, I want to give a shout out to my family back home. I love y'all. Rest in peace to all my dad homies. Like, I really thought I made it. And it's that type of thinking that caused me to be careless with my spending. I was on a flight, like, every other week. Mainly because I had to travel back and forth to L.A. to complete certain projects. But I still wasn't smart about it. I was getting hotels and ordering room service, like... Sis, when have you ever ordered room service? Oh, so you drink sparkling water now? Like, I was Ubering everywhere, eating out, tipping any and everybody, like, getting my hair done, nails done, closet redone, because I'm thinking this is the image-based business. I have to look good to play the part. Like, I was literally out of control. And I thought that I had so much money that it would never run out. And that was my mistake number one. On top of that, I didn't understand the salary thing. So I wasn't budgeting properly. I wasn't adding up my expenses and subtracting them from my income. I didn't create that number that I wanted to pay myself that year and divide it by 12 and stick within that budget. I didn't even pour into a savings account. I wasn't keeping receipts. I didn't do any of that. And it's just a lot of basic stuff that I missed out on. And months later, I ended up broke and broken. The second mistake that I made was that I did not reinvest properly. I could have had 
marketing materials. I could have placed myself in front of my clientele by setting up a booth at trade shows. I could have set up marketing campaigns to create awareness about my company. I could have easily hired a team of people to do my social media or my emails and my follow-ups to make sure my business was running efficiently without missing a beat. Like, I missed out on a golden opportunity. There's so many ways that I could have reinvested wisely, but instead I thought I just had it all figured out. Instead, I was just pouring money into projects that I felt strongly about And in the end, it ended up being just a total waste of money, just a total bust. There's one project that I poured so much money into, and it's really sad because I couldn't even see that return on investment through sales. I probably would have if I would have created awareness about my company first and already had that clientele to market towards. But I'm thinking, okay, because I know X, Y, and Z on social media, that they would support me and help me create that awareness. And I missed sight on the most important rule when it comes to marketing, and that's that everyone is not your customer. Mistake number two. My third mistake, and this one is probably the biggest, and that was that I left God hanging. God gave me this vision, and I can confidently say that And before I started in PDC, I was so hungry. I was eager to listen to a sermon every morning. I was reading my word. I was praying more. I was believing in him for some really big things. But as soon as I got that check, and I regretfully say this, but I want to just admit that I honestly fell back. I would pray, but not as much. I would ask for discernment. But I wouldn't wait to hear an answer. I would ask him to bless ideas that I came up with. And it's because I thought I knew what I was doing in my business. In other words, I was being lukewarm. I was trying to do things God's way and the world's way. And because of that, it failed miserably. How is it that... God has already promised me something, yet I'm working, 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 busying myself to the point where I have no time to even get down on my knees and have a conversation with him. How is it that I say I have faith, yet I feel like I have to get everything done in my own timing? How is it that I can confidently say that the plans God has for my life is much greater than the plans I have for my life, yet I'm still trying to do things my own way. I shut him out, and as a result, he took away money. Because in a sense, I made money, my guy, and I forgot who blessed me with those clients in the first place. And I would pray, and I would ask God for more clients. And when I tell you when fourth quarter hit, I made like zero (laughs) dollars. Like, it was a little bit more than that, but I know it was definitely less than like $500. And on top of that, I got hit with fraud, which left me in the negative. Like, I have bills to pay. I had to eat. But God had to humble me. He refused to send me any more clients. 
And so I had learned my lesson. And that season really taught me to just trust in him and to rely on him. Because some way, somehow, even though I didn't have clients, my bills got paid. I ate when I needed to eat. I didn't go hungry. And I knew it wasn't by my strength or by my might, but by his power. And it also just taught me to be prepared. So I started to go see a financial advisor. I started taking budgeting classes and reading books about finances. And after that season, I was determined. I declare and decree I will never be broke or broken again. Unless finances is your industry, it is so important to have a financial team, an accountant, someone to advise you, or just do your own research. Get a book that will teach you how not only just how to make money, but how to sustain it as well. You have to learn how to budget properly or you may ball out of control. Do a quick Google search and see how many businesses fail within the the first five years or how many entrepreneurs go bankrupt and see firsthand why it's so important to be financially fit. And that can easily just start with budgeting properly. Figure out your expenses. What do you have to pay monthly, whether that's your overhead, your office supplies, like all of that. Figure out what your expenses are and subtract that from your monthly income. What do you bring into your business? And see if you're in the green or if you're in the red. And if you are in the red, how can you either lower your expenses or increase your income so that you're in the green? Also figure out how much do you want to pay yourself yearly and divide that by 12. That's what you pay yourself every month. No debate. Regardless if you want to take a trip or a spa day, if you cannot afford that within your personal budget, then make that sacrifice until you're bringing in enough money into your business to do those things. You have to learn discipline as well. It's so easy to go dipping into other accounts when the money is there. But when it runs dry, was them Louis Vuittons really worth it? Did that Gucci belt really help your business? And be sure to reinvest. Figure out where your customers are, what their lifestyle is, and gear your marketing towards getting in front of them. And if marketing is not your strong suit, make sure you hire people who focus on that. Lastly, I don't know how many faith-based entrepreneurs I have listening to this podcast, but I want to be very clear when I say that if you want God to be involved in your business, you have to be 100% in it. You can't do things your way and his way. And when people don't know that balance, that's what makes a lot of faith-based entrepreneurs feel like they're not getting ahead or that secular entrepreneurs are more successful than them. Make sure you're praying about every move. He will show you who to partner with, who to hire, when to move, what to create, all of that if you allow him. 
and your business will grow at a rate so substantial that it will amaze you and everyone connected to you. I'm still in that learning process of figuring out that balance because I've been on my own since I was 13 years old. So it's really hard for me to let go of that control of my life. But I'm going to try to be more intentional about giving God the will and just following his direction. Because, again, I know that his plans for my business is much greater than the plans that I have. I hope this message resonated with you guys today. Remember, we can't just get money. We can't just be get money gang. We have to learn how to keep it as well. Because we want to build generational wealth, right? So make sure you're taking those steps to become more financially fit if you haven't already. So you won't fall out of control like I did within my first year of business. Please leave your ratings. Share with a friend. I love you guys and I will meet you here next week.